Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. We have got a great show, special show today. I get to have a chat and hang out with my friend and colleague, Laura Meeks. Today, we're going to be talking about the best of times. What does that mean? What does it mean to live and look for the good in life? You know, one of the things I like to think about is the slide and glide of life, that too. For those of you, let me tell you a little bit about this incredible international talk radio host, life coach, and professional speaker. So here's what I love. You can go and listen to all of Laura's shows on Transformation Talk Radio. There is a lot of them. You'll get to hear about her own personal journey, her life, who she is, who she's becoming, and what she has said yes to, to literally help all of us step in and fly high in life. Now, how do you live in the vibe of this good life? What are we shooting for? What are we hoping to achieve? And are we looking at what isn't working or are we looking at the abundance of things that are? Some days you're the windshield and some days you're the bug. Laura, great to have you. <laughs> I don't know how, neither one of those is a great option, they, right? I yeah. mean, I, I guess if you're the windshield, you could just clean up the mess. Uh <laughs> Well, it's a, it's a, I'd say it's a really interesting analogy. I don't know if you remember the movie Men in Black, but it's oh yeah, the whole start of the movie is this but this little bug flying around and missing all this stuff, and then splat the last splat goes right uh, into the windshield. Yeah, sometimes honestly, I have to say that isn't that so true in life? Is sometimes you feel like you're flying around and you're making progress, and then splat. <laughs> You hit the windshield. Exactly. You know, one of the things I was thinking about is uh, I was thinking about talking with you once and you were sharing this story of being in a glider, I think it was, because first of all, everybody should know Laura's a pilot. Um, and there's a lot of things we could share uh, that have to do with that. Jacob, I hope you have the film clip movie we created for Laura. And if you don't, probably Olivia's listening is going to be like, get, get Jacob that now. Um, one of the things for sure is when you're in a glider, as the way you described it, you're gliding. It's not like a sailboat where ah, I'm sailing and you got the backup engine, right? Yeah, well, like in a sailboat, there's like, oh, we're sailing. It's all about the wind. And yeah, what happens when the wind dies? You turn on the engine. 
right? Uh, you, you definitively are near a bigger body of water because I grew up in a lake and we didn't have a little extra engine on our sailboat. You just went out and you made it back. But yeah, no, absolutely right. And and it is, a, it's A, it's a, it's a wonderful experience. I've flown, uh, for those that have been around, I was a B-52 pilot in the Air Force, so I've flown you know, half a million pounds of, of jet fuel around. And then I've flown gliders, which is about 600 pounds of, of airplane around. And it is, it is a definitively uh, different feeling to be in a glider because you're absolutely right. You don't have that extra little engine. You don't have, it really is uh, very much like sailing, it becomes very much a mental game of, you know, I'm going out, where's the wind? How can I get back? Those are the thoughts that are going through your mind. <laughs> but I will say one of the other interesting things about gliding is, is that having flown gliders, it really gives me a ton more confidence in the fact that I can actually go airborne and come back without without an engine so there yeah. there's a certain confidence boost that, that comes from that and and very much like life when you are working on some stuff that you haven't ever done before yep. you know the first time you're up in a glider you're thinking whoa where's you know no engine how do we get back it's like well you know after it, it's kind of funny because un, unlike powered airplanes that when the engine turns off you kind of feel like a going down like this is like whoa going whoa. down yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, in a glider it is, it's just like i mean we're just barely going down just barely going down so you know you see the airport over there five miles it's like we we got this i mean we yeah. might as well stick around here for a while because geez we can fly over there with half the altitude we have and the reason so, i'm bringing it up is is for this laura it's like there is a happiness when you talk about flying that I've gotten to know and love. It's what we're talking about today. The good in life, right? I mean, look at your background, right? This is fly high living. This is the good in life. Here's the question that people ask. And I know they've asked me and I know, why? Why are you people on that happy network? Why are you looking for the good in life all the time? Why are you doing that? It's a reason, isn't there? Well, and it, uh, I, I, we deal with this all the time. And, and <laughs> personally, I, this is a huge personal challenge for me as well. And part of the reason that I love being around you and Transformation Talk Radio, because you are, it is filled with a lot of positive things that are, are going on. One of the challenges of life in America, but just life on Earth, is, is that we're trained by our parents who are trained by their parents who are trained by their parents. So what flows downhill is this survivalist, look for the danger, look for the tiger, the tigers behind you, look around, you know, you, there's danger, danger, danger is all around. And part of the challenge of that is, is, is that that is blocking you from seeing the good. And, you know, when you and I were chatting about you know, what do I want to talk about, um, after going through a 2020 uh, and, you know, just to point out some minor flaws of 2020 and insurrection on the Capitol, 
never, never in our life did we think that was going on. And it was so easy. Part, part of the power of the me media is, is, is that when Trump had control of a tweet, he could tweet out negative stuff that is just whamming you, whamming you, whamming yeah. you. And, and it's, it's hard to even get through the kitchen into the downstairs office before you're just overwhelmed with all these negative things. And one of the things that we know from time immortal is, is that your thoughts are what create this reality. Now, I've heard it from hundreds of different trainers. Pat, you and I talk about it yeah. all the time, but yeah. uh, Jesus talked about it. I mean, uh, everybody knows that what you think about is what you bring about, but doing it, doing it, <laughs> that's, that's a little more challenging because there is something incredibly attractive about negative thought. There is. You know, here's the difference between eight days ago or maybe a little bit longer, let's say since the 6th, when Twitter decided, no, you're not oh, going to talk that stuff. God, was um, What's the difference? God, the new, you know what the headlines are now? This is how we're not able to talk about hate stuff much anymore. There's a couple of things we're still talking about, but I got a news flash. I get these news flashes, Laura, you know how they come through just so I can stay aware of like right. what, what's happening. The news flash of the day, th this is where we are. And this is not a good thing. This is not, this is really, to me, it's a disgusting thing, but this is the top headline. It's not the headline that says people are storming the Capitol with guns and bombs. It's not that. You know, it's not the one that says a congressperson is uh, uh, literally trying to avoid the metal detector to bring a gun into the con. It's Kellyanne Conway accused of posting topless photo of a teenage daughter on Twitter. Now, that is the headline, which is disgusting, Kellyanne. If that's what you really did, seriously, you got to get a life. Um but that's what's kind of replacing the constant bombardment. Well, and it is replacing. And one of the one of the challenges of, of transformation and change is taking control of that bombardment. Because kind of the good news is we have incredible amounts of bombardment. I mean. You know, from all the social media to to regular media to to your friends calling you and texting you, I mean, the information is bombarding us in in a thousand different ways. But I was listening to Wayne Dyer yesterday, and one of the things that he points out is is that you can't really make a change until you accept the fact that you are in control that you're choosing to look at the Twitter. You're choosing to turn, and I, listen, I, my remote control on MSNBC is like a magnet to me. I mean, <laughs> I, I wake up in the morning and I walk past my television, I think I could just check it real quick. It's like, stop it. let me go to, let me, let me at least get downstairs and, and infuse me with a little positive before I do that. So that's right. So, so it is huge. It, it is, it is so important. You know, one of the things that you said is, is you become aware. Yeah. 
there is so much to be uh, aware of, but, but mentally being aware of what you're thinking about and what you're choosing to watch. I, I let me ask you this Facebook. Now I, I have to say, this is another funny thing. I feel like an, a relic now when I say I'm looking at Facebook. It's like, you're still watching Facebook. Oh man. <laughs> my kids are like, you know, oh my God, you must be on AOL for all that. I know. It's like, well, I don't know. I like I used to, to, to Facebook, but I, I sometimes I'll come down to my office last night. I came down to just answer an email and I just kind of click in through phase. Next thing I know, I've been here like 30 minutes. Yeah. Like oh, put it down. Yeah. <laughs> put it down. It, so I, I guess my point is, is, is that the first thing you have to do is, is you have to take control of the in, inbound stuff. They, you know, they, they make these little phones that actually have a mute button. Uh, no, let me ask you this: notifications, Pat? Do you still? Your phone have? has a mute button. They. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now that's a breakthrough. Well, and notifications. I I used to have like my Facebook, Twitter, social media, and my phone's just binking all day. And uh, you know, I'm trying to focus. Bink, focus, bink, focus, bink. Something came in. What is that? That came in. It's like, oh my God, you've got to control what you're looking at. And and so in the face of huge negative, somehow you have to grapple with controlling your particular inflow and choose choose to find the good stuff. You know, part part one of the things that came up recently in a in a presentation I was doing for uh, Toastmasters was looking at some really creative new stuff and lo and behold i came across this lady uh gwen lively who has created this this uh go fly contest and it 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 is cool it's it's kind of up in in your neck of the woods up by boeing uh-huh uh, boeing is sponsoring two million dollars for somebody to build a small personal vehicle that can take a person 20 miles quietly and effectively and the ideas just to blow blow your mind away of the things that people are coming up with uh remember star wars yeah remember there was a, a, a i think it was second or third movie where they're they're on the, these little speeders running through the redwoods that's right this russian guy built a thing like that <laughs> this is like and I, so I, I bring that up only because from that, I started looking around for the coolest new technology stuff that's going on because it's engaging. You know, you started the show with, you know, it was the best of times and the worst of times. I use that. I use that quote. In fact, I actually bought Tale of Two Cities. That's where it comes from. So hard to read that book. <laughs> I don't know what, what language he was speaking when he was writing that book. I had to get an interpretation of his English book, but it is, it's an interesting thing. But all of that just points out that every day in every timeline on earth is the best day or the worst day. And the person that's making the choice is right here. True. Yeah, it is. 
And, you know, I, I think we're at the time now where we are at a real tipping point evolution in the human potential movement. And what I mean by that is the old human potential movement folks that have stepped forward, I don't know, like over a decade ago when I first started doing this, Benny knows we've interviewed them all uh, at some point in time, both men and women and, you know, dogs and cats that could speak and, you know, people that could bring spoons through their mouths. I mean, we've pretty much done it all. But what I came to realize and what inspired me this year to finally, after being just beaten down by book agents and publishers to write a book, I finally got to the place this year, 27 days, 27 days in January of this year, 2021. And I finally got to the place where I realized I have something to say. And it's not what 50 million people have said to me. Because, Laura, how many times have people said to you, man, you've interviewed a bunch of people. Why don't you just take all those conversations and, like, put them in a book? Okay, well, you can do that. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Go on a book tour and talk about all the different people and what they said, and you have no opinion. But this is not this year. You know, this is a different year. And for somebody like me who has no air in her birth chart or even her solar return and we have now moved into the age of aquarius holy cow we're finally back to the age of aquarius we are we're actually back into the age of aquarius good song (laughs) but how do you laura and for those of you just tuning in very special guest today those all of you know laura laura meeks how would you laura describe what i'm feeling 26 days in January, 26 days of what I have felt to be the greatest energetic shift that I have felt in my life in a really long time. Can't explain what that means. It's not a political statement. It's it's just a sense of things. I would I, well, first of all, I would agree with you. I mean, I I work with. Uh, Marcus and Sheila Gillette, she, she manifests an entity called Theo, uh, very much like Abraham and yeah. some, of the, some of the others. And one, uh, one of the intriguing things, I, I had a recorded uh, interview with her in 2016. And we talked a lot about the election and, and the move, which, which felt like giant negative energy, like were swirling down and part of what Theo said was is that there is there is kind of a pattern to the universe and a reason that stuff does happen and as challenging as the last four years have been for everybody whether whatever your political flavor it's been challenging either side that also has been a a movement of growth for the country and for the world. The pandemic, who, I mean, it's not since 1918 have we faced this. Nobody in our generation has ever faced this. And all of a sudden we're in the midst of this, uh, how, how do you live when you have to be locked down? And you're thinking, oh man, this is the worst, worst, worst thing that could happen. But it also is the best, 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 best thing 
that could happen because of that shift. And I think you're fe- you're feeling the shift. I'm feeling the shift. This movement away from 2020 and 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 all the hubbub that happened is now starting to open up a window where people have used this time where you're literally locked in the house trying to decide who am I? What am I doing? What am I going to do? What do I want to, I mean, a lot of us in this, in this kind of work, you know, go to workshops and (laughs) ashrams and, you know, all kinds of places to, to get that feeling where, (laughs) you know, the world got that feeling because we had to lock down and say, how, how important is it that I live? And what's the chance, you know, what's the chance of me dying? And, and what do I want to do before I die? And all of that huge, huge growth and huge, huge benefit. I think as we come out of this is people are much clearer, much clearer on what they want. And that's kind of, that's kind of to kind of go back to the best of times. There are incredible things you know, one of the things I talk about is, is, is that in uh, aviation, which I absolutely am passionate about, <laughs> one, of the, one of the most creative growth periods for aviation was right in World War One, And just after, I mean, when the whole world was collapsing and we're in trench warfare and millions are dying, aviation was, you know, I don't know if you ever saw Magnificent Men in their flying machine, but I mean, there's the umbrella guy and there's the Venetian blind guy. And I mean, they were trying anything and everything to get airborne. And it was an incredibly creative time in that, in that zone. And, and if you were to go back and interview people and you interview somebody who's in the trench, yeah, this is the worst of times. If you're interviewing a pilot, it's like, this is the best of times. So is it the best of times or the worst of times? Well, kind of comes back to where are you? Where I'll are tell you what it is for me, and maybe you can describe it in Laura Meek's terms. <laughs> it's possible. Because you and I both come from this place. Look, I know what it's like to be in different places in life. And I talked about something the other day that I hadn't really remembered. You know, Victor Franco was 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 pretty much my mentor in a lot of ways. And most people don't even know what Victor Franco was. I love Victor Franco. Exactly. And I'm actually going to start a series on this because here's what I remember. We're watching part of this atrocity on our sacred land called the Capitol. And there's T-shirt guy that has a T-shirt about Auschwitz. Yeah. There are millions of people that don't know what Auschwitz is or was. And I think for those of us that grew up, not directly in the middle of that, but in the aftermath of that, in the aftermath of how do we protect ourselves? You know, my dad built a cement bunker in the basement because these people came out of World War II and when they came out of World War II, their, their livelihood was at stake. You see, they saw this force that we called communism. And that is a term that gets thrown around a lot by people that never lived through it. Yeah, right? well, and as the socialism, which- As socialism. And you know, my friends that get all over me about socialism, I, you know what, when I say to them, I say, great, you don't like socialism. When you turn 62, refuse your social security check just stop it 
Yeah. Or maybe Medicare. Don't take Medicare. Just decide I'm not going to take that. Yeah. Well, uh, and, Harry, it, it, it's, as time goes on, and, and I'll kind of riff on this for a second. Yeah. I was in high school. Do you remember history class? Where did you go to? Did you have history class? I had history. I don't know if they, I think we still teach history. That was my nemesis. I hated I history class. It was just I, I hated memorizing. Yeah, well, and that was the challenge is, is that was taught as memorization. You know, when was the War of eighteen twelve? I don't know. <laughs> they. Uh, oh, I know that one. I know that yeah. one. You do, Benny? What is it? I have 1812. 1812. Oh, Man, okay. thousand, 100%. Buried in Grant's tomb. But right? then who's buried in Grant's tomb? Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, do you know that? Who's buried in Grant's tomb? Don't have an answer for you right now, Dr. Pat. Oh, oh my gosh. The oh, youth my gosh. today. We got, we got Jacob. <laughs> Oops. Well, it, but it's look. challenging because that history, and here, and I'll, and I'll use this as, a, as an important piece. They history for me then was was about memorizing stuff that happened way back and who gives a crap about what happened back there. But one of the interesting things that I pondered for years and years as a kid was we learned about Hitler. Yeah, we did this. This one guy, Hitler, who who somehow took over Germany and killed all these people. I'm thinking, how could how could one guy? Yeah. And it was this kind of like this mystery, like, like he just showed up. I mean, like, did they, you know, I mean, I didn't have that, like, how did he come to power and what did he do? It was just kind of like the fact that there's this bad guy. And it's not till later in life that you ask yourself, well, yeah, no, how did that guy? How how did it? Well, he's charismatic. He was answering the needs of a certain group of people. He got people to do what he wanted them to do and then you realize oh that's possible elsewhere yeah and one of the things that i i think that we've lured ourselves into with with america and the social media is is that we're somehow impenetrable and 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 impossible you know this i i liken it and again i i haven't spent a lot of time studying the Roman Empire, but everybody in the Roman Empire thought this is going to last for freaking ever and ever. We're, we're the kings of the earth and we're going to last forever. And it didn't. The British Empire thought they were the kings of the world and they were for a while, but it doesn't last forever. And I think one of the things that we saw on the 6th was this is, this this little experiment that we're working on here in America is really fragile. Yeah, it is. You can't just, you know, just like so many people that in my kids arena are kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's about me. I got to get a job and get some money and pay some rent and whatever they do in Washington. It doesn't involve me. I'm not even sure who my representative is. Who cares? I mean, it's just about me getting to work and and starting a new Internet business and making a million dollars this year. And, And it's like, no, 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 no. There's a bigger thing out here called a country <laughs> and and while you're working really hard you might lose it right 
There's no question about it. I mean, I think that most of us and Laura, this is really gets this gets us back to looking at and having a conversation about the glass half empty or half full. It was one of those questions I got asked in some kind of personality assessment test in my corporate world. And I remember the consultant coming in and asking you a bunch of these random questions, you know, all of those corporate assessment things. And one of them had to do with this glass. Now, you have to know about me to know I'm a kid from the street, never read children's books. I mean, this is my upbringing, right? I mean, I've since read the books, but if you ask somebody like me in the middle of a corporate intervention and you know, they're trying to, and you ask somebody that has never heard the glass half empty, half full deal. If you, so the answer is from somebody that is so naive, you don't even know what the question is, is, what is it? Is the glass half empty and half full? I said, I never pour anything into a glass halfway. So I don't even understand the question. Why would you fill a glass half of anything? Right. I mean, if you're going to use a glass, you fill it all the way. If you're not going to use a glass, you just drink out of the bottle. Um, You could hear a pin drop in this room. When we come back, when we come back, what are the pin drop moments? that Laura and I are gonna talk about to help us stay in the vibration and the energy of heart opening ideas. People look at 2020 and the best and the worst. I've talked to some people about 2020 and they've had the best years of their lives. Why? And I'll tell you this, this morning on a call, I said, I'm so grateful for the resources I have. And even with the resources I have, I cannot get my bank, Bank of America, to explain to me why I haven't gotten my application for additional PPP, or even more importantly, how hard is it for you to give me the now simplified PPP forgiveness form? And I have a lot of resources. I am praying for the folks out there that have been out of work that don't have those resources. And man, if you need any help with the PPP stuff and even understanding what it is, and you're thinking I'm not eligible because I work in a hair salon or I wait on tables, let me tell you, you have every right to that money as anyone. And that is part of the good news of 2020 and 2021. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we got more good stuff. But here's a question for you. Do you know who the 10 most notorious and successful liars throughout history were? Wait till you hear the answer. You will be shocked. It's actually a woman. We'll be right back. (laughs) Message delivery by Lisa Ann. You can't make this stuff up. Tune in every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Message Delivery is an inspirational show about the journey to enlightenment and spirituality. For more information or your own personal message delivery, visit AngelMessages2U.com. That's Angel Messages, the number two, the letter U, dot com. Transition, simultaneously the most difficult and vital part of the human experience. Without change, how would we grow? 
Tune in to Grounding Into Your Radiance with Stacy Barber every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Step into your truth and allow the light into your life. For more information about Stacy and her services, visit StacyBarber.com. That's Stacy S-T-A-C-I-E, Barber.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Raising the vibrations through stimulating conversations while exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria on Tales from the Mer World Radio with me, Amira Beth. Join us every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be ready to feel empowered and an active part of the changing earth. For more information about me, visit AmiraBeth.com. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living, LLC. For more information about Karen, visit KarenBenton.com. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Put down the landing gear. Here we go. Um, Laura, look, how do folks find out more about you? Let's make sure people can plug into Laura Meeks for sure. Absolutely. Flyhighliving.com. Flyhighliving. This is a, this is a meme for that. So <laughs> you, you can get, you can, all you have to do is remember this lady in red with this balloon behind her. There Fly you out, go. com and everything that you need to know about uh, having me on your show or speaking or uh, the new book that's coming out. Uh, so all, all of that is available on flyhighliving.com. First of all, thank you, Laura, for joining me here today and certainly check it out. Um, look, one of the things I want to get back to is, you know, this idea of taking a look at the good life and taking a look at life and what happens when maybe you're dealt a deck of cards you didn't expect to be dealt. I just went through this this year. I mean, out of the blue, something happens that I totally didn't expect, right? Just out of nowhere. It's like, what, what? I have to move from where I've been living for 14 years. And once I got over the shock of that, um, it didn't have as much weight. You know, it didn't carry as much baggage with it because that's what we create. We create 
our own set of really cool baggage. Even if it is Gucci, it's still baggage. Gucci people don't write me about that comment. Um, what about coach? I mean, come on. Uh, but let's talk about what it is we can learn from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because I think for most people, the greatest lessons we've ever learned is from the most difficult times in our lives. Yeah. Well, and there, there's no doubt that you learn, you you definitively learn from the tough challenges. That it's when you're down in the dirt, climbing back up, that you have these moments of inspiration to pull you up. But part part of what I would say going back to the it's in your mind is is that you you need to i think you need to personally search for and find the good things that will balance that will balance you out mm -hmm. so, so let me let me throw a couple at you because that I, yeah, this, please I, I was looking at at the go fly contest and the personal flying machine and and there's a listen. There's some really incredible stuff out there. Not to include jetpacks. And uh, there's a guy. I saw an incredible video of these guys that built this little plastic wing with jet engines, and they jump out of an airplane like at ten thousand feet and turn on these jet engines, and they actually flew in formation with these fighter jets. So here's these guys just like with these little wings on. They're flying around at the because once you're once you're airborne, you know the, the you don't need all the power to take off. You're actually air in the air, and so they can just use the power to stay up. And then there's you know five fighter jets and these two guys in these little wings. And I'm thinking, whoa, what a what a world is this? A couple other things that I, I found really interesting. Um, hypertube. Do you remember uh, Elon Musk is working on a hypertube and. Yep. and he originally proposed it. Uh, this is a 700 mile an hour tube. You get into like a, this little bullet. You go into this vacuum tube and 700 miles an hour, you can be from LA to San Francisco or, you know, Seattle, Portland in 20 minutes or God knows what. Oh man. They have actual working models of these things, uh, which is, it's interesting. The other, other thing I'll point out, because it's stuff like this. I have to say, you know, when you're scrolling through Facebook or you're, kind of on the internet and you're just kind of wondering, wonder what I do. Go out to YouTube and look, look for some of these things. Cause the first things that are going to show up on YouTube are going to be all the negative news shows and all the other crud that's out there. So you got to kind of search for it. Elon, Elon Musk is talking about taking off in a rocket from Los Angeles, flying over to Tokyo and landing 30 minutes. He says he says the world has shrunk with missile with missile travel. So that is like it's like missile travel. <laughs> I spent a lot of my career aiming nuclear weapons at Russia. Missile travel, but that was a kind of a different sort of travel. <laughs> but, but they're taught. I mean, he has now. If you haven't seen it, it's the most incredible. There's a great video of his booster rockets just landing on a little helipad. And when you extrapolate that, now you're talking about putting, and he's talking, his latest rocket is huge. So he's talking about a thousand people getting in a wow. rocket. Wow. Flying to Tokyo in 30 minutes would be $1,200. Wow. 
it's like, wow. And that's the world we're living in. It's like, oh my God, there's that holograms, virtual reality, uh, headphone translators. I just saw this the other day. You can put a little bug in your ear and they can talk to you and it'll just translate into your ear. It's yeah. like Star Trek. It's like, <laughs> can... yeah, yeah. Well, look, Laura, look. I went through and I just got my uh, total knee replacement. That might make right some from, uh, nice dinner conversations, by the way. Yeah. Th- if you no need problem. to translate your family, <laughs> right? Sorry, it was a little late for me to jump in on that, but that would make a lot of sense, right? Good, Benny, that was nice. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's like watching the latest season of The Good Doctor in the middle of right. dinner. Uh, or, 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 yeah, I didn't want to go there. I actually, Linda and I were doing that the other day, and we're like, why aren't we catching up on this right now? Um, but this is really an interesting time to reflect on these things because there are more things happening creatively now, which we have not been talking about because we've been living in the hate talk for a really long time. And we're not talking about nanotechnology that can be computerized to target cancer cells. These are real things that are happening in the world. And by the way, that was discovered by uh, someone we know in the Lyme disease arena who was trying to solve Lyme disease for her mom. And of course, nobody could help. She got a nanotechnology internship, asked if she could use the nanotechnology lab to try to solve this. How do I zap Borella? How do I zap Ehrlichia? How do I zap these co-infections? And this young woman, before she's even in college, discovers how to create nanotechnology, right? That will track these things down and zap them we ain't talking about those things see? well and and this goes back to to the fact that you're to control this thinking machine you're going to have to actually search that out because the world is pushing the negative force you know the negative news towards you it's the thing you know we come from a capitalist society and i capitalism there's some incredible pluses to capitalism but there's also some negatives and the negative is 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 that they now that we've created news that's entertainment now you get the news that people look at kind of like social media you know the things that that really fly on social media tend to be more negative stuff and so all, we're getting rewarding. We're rewarding ourselves for this negative. So, so to control this, you're going to have to go out and look. But there's just jillions of things. This they put up a telescope in space that is is looking out hundreds of light years to some of the most incredible stuff. Planets that have possible life that are within. Yeah reach there is so many cosmic things going on but again you you have to kind of look for them and and i think that's an important piece that's you know the beauty of uh transformation talk radio is is a collection of people who are looking at you know positive things that are going on and how you can improve and 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 get control of your experience on this earthly plane You know, I don't think, Laura, and let's just talk about this for a minute. Um, I don't want people that are listening to the show that think that we come from the planet Pollyanna, right? Because we don't. 
We don't. You know, no, you and I both know what it's like to be knee deep in challenges and obstacles yeah. for whatever reason, yeah. right? Uh, now when I'm knee deep, one knee is titanium. So that's a good thing. Uh, the other one soon to be titanium. Um, but there's a way to rise up. And there's also a way not to get pulled too far down. And, and I think that's what you started out the show talking yeah. about. What are we willing to plug into? What are we willing to turn off? Yeah, and I'll go back to one of the things that you said. I, I, I circled a note. Uh, be aware. Wholeheartedly, I'm not saying that you only look at this. I mean, I think it's critically aware. We had the whole discussion about the fragility of democracy. It's a really fragile thing. And you can't just watch really cool videos on YouTube. You have a, a, a duty as a citizen of this country to be aware of what's happening. And, and I think that's critically important. You can't just block it all out. I mean, there may be times where if you're way down here, you want to block as much of it as you can until you can get yes, back. Yes, sir back and in balance but by far but by far and away yeah they're part part of of controlling your experience is to become a force of good to to find your your spot your authentic self your purpose here on the planet part of that is to be with others and help help others and you can't help others you know, without the Black Lives Matter, we wouldn't be aware. If somebody didn't carry a camera and watch George Floyd die, we would never have understood what was going on in that community. And, and, and you know, Laura, you're pointing about something really important too. It really are. I mean, I think about all of those points in time in life and what you're saying is if it wasn't for dot, 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 these people that you're talking about, they represent a form of courage that we also don't talk about enough. If it wasn't for dot, 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 the lesbians at Stonewall that refused to get frisked by the police when that place was just completely, uh, that was a scary time. A lot of the people at Stonewall were transgender. They were. And I'm telling you, it got down the line and you got to the lesbian population when they were, you're in the line and here you are and you're coming now, it's your turn to get your license out. And you're like, no, 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 we're not doing that. And you know, how many times have we seen in our history, people stand up and say no, no to Ed Koch to say, dude, AIDS is a real thing, wake up. You know, no to having somebody be beaten to death because you don't like the color of their skin. No, that's not okay. And I think I'm starting to appreciate the new form of no now, right? Because no has never been seen as a high vibration energy. But in the world we're living with, and I have to go back to that famous boxer that said no mas, lost, <laughs> lost, lost, lost the but, but are we in a high vibration now of the word no? Interesting, uh, interesting concept. And, and, you know, to go back to uh, Dr. King and Black Lives Matter 
protests, which in my view were mainly peaceful, to peacefully democratically say no is a high vibration. Mm -hmm. To say no to insurrection at the Capitol, to say no to a president who's riling people up, to say no to somebody who's clearly lying. <laughs> You're absolutely right. There is power in no to vote against, you know, I mean, th this, this was kind of the whole issue this year was this is that that if you're looking at the world and how people make changes there are the hitlers and mussolinis and the you know the autocrats and and authoritarians that are just saying i'm going to do it my way mm. like it or lump it or how we do it our experiment is we vote and and then to be able to to not only say i voted and you know, yeah, I would like to say I voted yes for this person, but that's effectively a no for this person. But that's a peace, a peaceful way to do that. And so, you know, when you when I'm talking about awareness of your situation, you have to be aware of of what democracy is. What are the, how does it work? Where do you, you know, where, what does the Justice Department do? What does the Supreme Court do? Who who's in? You have to have some knowledge of that so that you can effectively make a peaceful choice by voting for the people that represent you and what and what they're going to do. Yeah. So, yeah, there, it, it is not we hear this a lot, I think, in uh, Center of Spiritual Living, metaphysics and, and a lot of things. Is, it's like, oh, you just look at the good stuff and you're just going to feel great. Ooh, we're going <laughs> to we're going to go up to the sky, the balloon It's like, well, that's a That is a huge part of it. And it I is. think it is a huge of, part kind of kind of cinch that all back into the best of times, the worst of times. It all comes. It all comes back to to you as a person. How how are you going to see and view the world, and how are you going to control the plus? How are you going to lift your own spirit up? You know, happy happiness is a choice. You know, we all think, well, if I do the right thing, I'll be happy. It's like it's almost the opposite. You have to be happy. And then the good stuff happens, you know, mm -hmm. so somehow you have to, one of the things that I, I like is uh, Uptown Funk. The, <laughs> we, yeah, Bruno this Mars. was a seminar thing that I, I, I attended a number of seminars where they yeah. used that as the interlude music to bring us back. Yeah. But now it's kind of one of the things I start out the day with is just like, let's get moving and feel like things are happening. Good things are happening. It's so funny you say that. I, I've been going to PT, right? And I bring my little, uh, what? I have one of these, Benny, don't laugh. Old school iPod. I got one of the old ones, right? Yeah. Nothing wrong Everybody's with old school like, iPod. That thing's going to break down in a minute. So I go and my PT guy asks me, what do you listen to? Because I'm really, I'm into yeah. it, right? It's like I'm really doing it. I said, <laughs> I'm listening to Diana Ross and the Supremes. Oh, what do you listen to? Like baby love? And I'm like, no, my world is empty without you, babe. And you, somebody looks at you like, holy cow, are you like super depressed? <laughs> it's like, and you think about it for a minute and you say, why do I love that song? I mean, listen to the beat of that. That is a song you get on that exercise bike and you are gone. 
Well, and it's finding those, it's finding those nuggets and adding them into your day so that so that you are on a higher plane of existence so that the good things you know it's law of attraction mm. if you're vibrating at a happy spot happy stuff comes towards you if you're the first thing you do is, is you turn on the news or you watch a twitter stream you're like oh god so now what am i going <laughs> to do so it, it, there is a, in the end there's incredible stuff going on at the same time the good stuff is going on. The bad stuff is, it's all a mix. It's always been that way since the Roman empire or whatever, wherever, however far back you want to go. It's always that way. That's life on earth. And it's up to you to choose every day, every moment to be aware of what you want to do and to take your body there. It's up to you. You got to do it. Laura, thank you so much for today because it's always fun. It really is. It is. I, um, and, yeah. you know, this is a message for, I don't care what year you're in. I don't care what election. This is one of the most empowering things we can be re reminded of. And it really goes back to Viktor Frankl. I mean, for those of you that don't know who he is, please Google him. Please get a, get a, get a copy of Man's Search for Me. Get a copy of his first book. Like I was given that and told you better read it or you will not ever have a life. <laughs> that's what i was told read this book or you're never going to have a life pat um yeah. and i started to read it in awe it's and laura you started out by story. saying something interesting and i want to get back to it thank you for reminding us that what we do conceive we can achieve thank you for reminding us that we are really in control of the vibrational fate of our lives we get to make it or break it. You do. You do. How do people find out more about you, Laura? How do we keep in touch with you? Find out when the book's coming, all of the above. Laura Meeks, Fly High Living. Yeah, you can e email me, Laura at Fly High Living. I'm, I actually read my emails sometimes. <laughs> I, I might cool. Now that's brutal they, honesty. They, uh, well, you know, in the land of so much information, I must get 600 emails a day and it's, it's brutally interesting, but flyhighliving.com, www, we can do the old thing, www.flyhighliving.com, <laughs> call me now, operator. Oh my God. When did www become the old thing? Yeah. I guess recently. I don't know. I had so I was typing in a, a, a link on a, <laughs> on a form and it said type in your website. So I just typed in flyhighliving.com and it says no, type in a website. It's like I did. It's like dot com, right? So it's like so www.flyhighliving.com. Oh, that I know. It's like oh my god. No. <laughs> it's like okay, whatever. Somebody whoever created the form was from our generation. <laughs> you heard it first here, folks, from Laura Meeks. Well, thank you. WWW is now officially <laughs> obsolete. Laura, personal message. What do you want to leave us with? Hey, I, I just want to leave you with the message that, that there is joy and happiness for you on this earth. And it's just a matter of searching for it. So come back to Transformation Talk Radio look for the people that you love and follow them and that will take you to where you want to go.